the USL show, also known as The View for Soccer. I gave a very pro wrestling heel turn, I'm sorry you were offended apology. The US military discussing what a Naruto run is for the Area 51 raid. I feel angry. Evan here. Um, real quick before we get to an interview with uh, one of my favorite people and a fellow Pennsylvanian. Um, just want to uh, thank Sam Legg over at DC United, which is a weird sentence to say because it's, you know, DC United handling this. And, uh, and Drew for taking the time out of his uh, increasingly busy schedule, it seems. Uh, but the interview today that you'll, you'll be listening to, if you read the title, you know. It's a You Play We Don't with uh, DC United number 12, Drew Scundrich, former Bethlehem Steel, former uh, Sacramento Republic, former Loudoun United. Um, really good dude. Uh, I, I guess it's easy to forget that he also was a three-time back-to-back-to-back NCAA champion at the University of Stanford. Uh, we'll talk the college game a little bit. We'll talk the pro game a little bit. We'll talk how you end up going from uh, MLS feeder side to one of the biggest clubs in USL back to MLS feeder side, up to playing two games in four days when you've just signed a contract. And then uh, maybe my favorite, favorite question to ask players especially um, and doubly especially guys that played in the college ranks but it's the uh, the who should have made it that's given it up and and uh, if you look at some of the guys on that on that Stanford team that Drew is a part of there's some very good names of guys that are not playing soccer anymore so I'll stop talking so I can start talking uh, it's me and DC United number 12 midfielder Drew Scundrich take care and we'll talk to you guys soon this call is being recorded all right. I will uh, do your big intro thing after this call. All right, so as cool. not to, uh, you know, big you up too much. <laughs> yeah. but, that um, sounds good. Hey, it's it's a former three-time NCAA winner, former Bethlehem Steel, former Sacramento Republic, former Loudoun United. Currently, you're number 12 for DC United, my friend and yours, Drew Scundrich. How are you, my friend? I'm great. Thanks. For, thanks so much for having me on. Hey, you know, it only, <laughs> I've only been talking to you for, for about what, three years now. Yeah. And then all it took was, was your MLS debut, uh, for us to actually, you know, get something on tape. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Funny how that works. you've had a, you've had a bit of a week and a half. <laughs> yeah crazy two, week and a half yeah two games in, in four days and then another one coming up here on sunday for for dc's first team um i'll back up a little bit you got signed by la out of the draft and then i think by the time you got to us in bethlehem you had hurt your your knee or something along those lines and, and recovered from that and then showed up back in in union territory yeah so um I actually pulled my hamstring right before the MLS combine in 2018. Um, but LA galaxy still drafted me. Um, and then I ended up missing most of preseason with them and I showed up with only a couple of weeks left. Um, and they decided there wasn't any room on their roster or the second roster. They didn't want to Mm -hmm. sign me. So 
Um, I was fortunate enough to, to know Brendan Burke and Jim Curtin and the guys at the union. And they, they offered me a contract right when they, they heard that news. And I didn't think there was a better fit for me at the time. So I was very happy to, to end up there. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, Brendan out West now, and I think he's acquired about all of your teammates from that year or as many as he could. Um, what was that? What was that first year like? I'm sure it was a bit of a whirlwind going from California, which has kind of been your professional soccer home, and, and even you know back in your college days, and then all the way back out to closer to your your real home, I guess, which had to be nice in some ways. Yeah, that first year was was awesome. Um, honestly, I was kind of hoping that I ended up in Philly because of the familiarity. Um, I, I had gone to some union games when I was younger. I played with with them in a, in a GA cup. Um, it was only a little over an hour away from my house where I grew up. Um, my, my wife, she was my girlfriend at the time. She was in, in the DC area already. So, um, it, it, it all worked out really well and I, I couldn't have asked for a better spot my first year. And then 2019, you and, and Matt Mahoney both end up going to Sacramento <laughs> So it's you guys, you're, you're back kind of close to, to Stanford and, and LA and where you, where you spent a good bit of your time and won a bunch of championships and were the captain of, of that team. But like that roster in, in 2019 specifically was like all of these kids that you would have played in college that were just lights out. So yeah. what was that like? I mean, a li- I mean, obviously there was the Stanford re- reunion with you and Thomas, but I mean, it was, right. uh, what Matt was there. Hilliard Arce was there, obviously like Carlton Belmar went to VCU. Grinless was a, a Michigan guy. Like those were mm-hmm. some loaded Sacramento teams. So how did that all kind of come about for you? It was, it was awesome. I really enjoyed my two years in Sacramento. Um, I really liked Todd Donovan, the GM there. He, he did a great job with player recruiting, with player personnel, uh, coaching staff, all, all that, all that he does was, was fantastic. Um, I, I really liked Mark Briggs this, this past year in 2020. I thought he had a really good philosophy that I could identify with. Um, and he, he, he kind of let me do my thing as, as captain and wanted me Mm -hmm. to express myself in a, in a leadership role, which was awesome. Um, but it was awesome having players that are, that were in a similar situation as me. Um, with guys that had gone through the college process had had played professionally whether in the usl mls it was great to have such a a cool group of guys that was so similar in in many ways um we got along really well hung out and joked off the field um yeah it was it was a great experience and i i learned a ton um from being out there so i'm very thankful for that was was there a part of you that maybe thought with Sacramento and then I, I guess at the tail end of last year with them getting in the MLS, like, was there, was there a party that went out that way and you're like, all right, like this is where I'm going to get, you know, cause big market for USL historically a very good franchise where you kind of thinking, all right, I'm going to use this my launch pad into, into MLS. Um, honestly, yes. Um, <laughs> so when I originally signed with, with Sacramento, yeah. they were, they were telling me they were pretty much set to be in the MLS by either okay. 2021 or 2022. So 
um, I, I was kind of thinking, okay, I could use this. And if I have a good season in my first year, maybe I could go play in the MLS the next year, or if not, then I could stay with Sacramento. And if I do well here, then I could just move up with them in a, in a few years. Um, so yeah, I definitely had that idea going into it because obviously the goal was always to play in the MLS. Um, but I think I definitely needed those years in the USL to grow as, as a, as a professional. So that was awesome. Um, but yeah, I always had that goal in mind going to Sacramento and they definitely helped me get to where I am. And then, yeah, you know, cause it's been really interesting cause there's been a lot of back and forth, like with the college game and there's guys that have definitely made it work like you and, um, I guess in USL land, like Santi's another one. There's, there's hundreds of guys like AJ Patterson, just people, this is people that we both know that I'm naming now <laughs> yeah. as if there was ever going to be any difference. But, um, yeah. I mean, you know, Daryl DK, another one just kind of recently that, that exploded. Um, what is your kind of take on the, on the college game? How do you feel about the whole, it was PDL at the time. Uh, all that stuff. Like what are the, what are the mechanisms and, and how are your thoughts? I guess you're a little, biased i suppose but you know i'll take your thoughts anyway on that whole system yeah i'm i'm a little biased definitely i had such a great college experience i i recommend it to to basically everyone so um yeah i i definitely recommend going to college for many reasons i think it's a time where you mature in so many different ways physically mentally socially you just become you, you find yourself in college um, and you gain so yeah. many, so many friends, you learn so many lessons. Um, it's a time to really explore yourself with away from your family pretty much. Um, and I think that having people the same age as you going through the same things helps so much. Um, I think you just develop yeah. yourself, um, which is super helpful. And then for, for soccer in college, I think there's plenty of talent out there as you can see through Daryl DK, all those, t- all those guys yep. that are doing extremely well right now. So if, if you're wanting, if you're younger in the academies and planning on signing a pro contract, if that doesn't work out for you, college is not a bad option at all. I, th- I actually recommend it because you can still get better while also, um, gaining a degree and, after soccer is done, you'll have that degree so you can try to do something else. So I think it's beneficial for a number of different ways. And then fast forward a little bit, actually, no, before I go on to that, cause that's really, well, I'll, I'll say where I'm at. <laughs> um, you played on both coasts essentially of, of USL. And I know it was a little bit ago and you've been training with the first team in MLS since like February. So it's, it, you know, a little out of your mind, I'm sure. Um, are the differences that the guys in media and the league like to hype up as far as the style of play as different to you on the field? Uh, what kind of what kind of things do you guys the, like to hype up? The East up? Coast is a little more old school, a little bit more of your Bob Lilly and your and your Ann Hauser, and then the West is a little more open, and guys can sort of, uh, I don't know, dribble for five. Well, that's unkind. Dribble <laughs> for about thirty seconds on the ball before they uh, they get pressed down. Um, yeah, I, w- I would say 
<laughs> in my experience, it was it was kind of similar to that. Yeah, okay. on, on the East Coast, even even with the steel, we right. we were kind of a more hard nosed team, yeah. uh, and I feel like that kind of embodies the the more Eastern Conference teams. Um, yeah, more hard nosed, hard working guys, and then yeah, the West yeah. Coast maybe have more technical players, um, more of a passing game, possession yeah. game out there. So um, yeah, it's it seems to me that that those are pretty good. Um, and, and as a, as a center mid that, that it, more often than occasionally that you fancy yourself a, a couple of, uh, of runs into the box. I'm sure the West <laughs> coast was a little bit more kind to you as far as the, uh, I don't know, adventurous play that you, uh, you like to put on. Yeah, most definitely. No, I, I, I felt like I was, um, I was unmarked more while okay. I went into the box yeah. <laughs> on the West coast. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with my teams on the East coast, they still let me run into, into the box just because they know that's a big part of my no, game. I don't, I don't know if it was a matter of them letting you do it. I think you're just naturally <laughs> I just prone did. to, you know, you're like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I can cover, you know, play the <laughs> six or whatever, but you're, you're going to go in there regardless. Yeah, exactly. And then the other midfielder just covered me. So, I'm good. sure I'm sure that made a friend of ours quite happy when you do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, so then, so you signed for Loudon, but you you I, I read an article in Black and Red Post. I think when you when you got signed by the first team, you spent your whole preseason with DC. Yeah. So and they had um, you up top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was I was kind of all over the place. Okay. So. So yeah, I, I joined DC's preseason right away. Um, I didn't, I didn't train with Loudon because I mean, I, I guess I did well with DC. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I was with what, with them from the start and I've been with them since then. Um, at first I was playing more center mid in training. Um, sometimes I would play outside back center back winger, um, in a, fr- in a couple of friendly games, I played right wing, um, okay. which was, which is something I hadn't done in a really long time, but, okay. um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I just enjoy being on the field. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Was, was that on the resume? Did you put that in there? You were like, yeah, I played right wing <laughs> when I was nine or whatever. I can slot in wherever, as long as you guys let me into that preseason, I can, you know, exactly. Okay. Where, wherever they want me on the field, I'll, did, I'll go. <laughs> did you like, even like when you were in the Academy or, or high school or like, did you play up at all? Or were you always a center mid? Like where did that? Yeah. So when I was young, I used to play striker. Uh, it wasn't well, until it I was, okay. I was like 14 years old that I started to play center mid. Okay. And then as I got older in high school, my senior year, I actually played striker again for my academy team. Um, and then in college, I played a little bit of outside mid my first year mm. and then right back my second year and then back right. to center mid. So I've had I've had some experience all over the field. Yeah. So they, they gave you your paces back a little bit, sort of the, the ghost of seasons past in some ways, I guess, exactly. to figure out where they wanted you. Yeah. That's so that that blows my mind because there's there's a lot of guys i think that play up top in college that then drop back uh when they make the pros mm-hmm. and my i guess my joke is that it's because you didn't want to run but you went back <laughs> to the forward and then you're yeah. playing center mid now and i mean i know the way you play and it's pretty full throttle so yeah. what was the did you get bored up top is that what it was <laughs> no i think i think you can you can cover more ground in the middle so I think sure. that was a big thing. Yeah. You just, you just want to make the, the 40 yard runs and just go. 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You can you can make forty yard yard runs forward, and then you have to make a forty yard run back. So if you're an attacker, I think you don't want to make the run. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So you know, and it's funny we talked about it. DC brings you. Well, they they send you to Loudon. They bring you into your their preseason. Is that another instance? You know, I might be with that first two. Sorry, it, it cut out a little bit. I didn't hear the question. Uh, it happens. Uh, was, that, was that one of those things? Like another one of those things where you went, "All right, if I if I play well here with the first team, they're just going to keep me." Definitely, yeah. I mean, yeah. that was kind of my goal in, in coming to DC. Um, obviously, yeah. to to be with DC United, and I was kind of looking at the new coach Hernan Losada and and his playing yeah. style, his philosophies before I came, so I had an idea, and yeah. I was reading up on it and and saw that he liked high tempo soccer, um, fit guys. So I was like, okay, that could be perfect for me. Um, <laughs> so I just tried to be as fit as possible basically. Um, and show up and just, just work hard, keep my head down, try to try to keep doing well every single day, try to prove myself because yeah. I had, I had nothing to lose at that point. So sure. I just, I was just like, okay, I'm going to go for it. Um, and yeah, I, I thought I, I thought I was doing well in preseason. I was working super hard. I was fit and, um, yeah, they, they took notice. So it all went well. Cause I, I think a couple of people at least, uh, when you moved to Loudoun got a little concerned because I, <laughs> I and that's nothing against DC or, or Loudoun or anything like that. I'm sure that's going to go over well, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where you go from Sacramento Republic and you're maybe at the height of USL. And I think a lot of people that watched you play went, all right, well, he's going to break through with somebody at some point. And then we went, all right, well, there's no way he's going to be allowed in for, you know, that long, mm-hmm. hopefully, or, you know, for one reason or the other. And then you show up, you're playing two games in four days right after they sign you. The ink doesn't dry on the contract yet. And you know, <laughs> you're, you're getting your name printed on the jersey before you walk out 10 minutes before or whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, that had to have been absolutely insane for you because you played what about the, uh, I mean, you had a full 90 against Nani and, and Orlando city of all people. Uh-huh. And then you had what, 60 or so the, the, the game against, uh, against Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. About 75 versus Chicago. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, no rest for, uh, for you at all. That had to be quite the experience. Probably not what you're expecting as far as your debut goes. Right. Yeah, that was, it was honestly a surprise to me. So that, that whole week was, was pretty insane. So, um, they were, they were talking to me for a little bit before that, like Mm. trying to maybe sign me for a four day contract, um, because of all the injuries that DC had, but that fell Mm. through because I was, I was too old. Um, so I was like, Oh, "Oh, like there goes my chance. Like I'll just be patient. And then they That's called funny. me again in a few days right before the game and uh, they were like, Oh, we're going to sign you. And I was, I was just shocked. Yeah. Um, but I was super excited. And then heading into the game or even the training before the game, um, I, I wasn't expecting to start. Like I was thinking, right. Oh, I'll probably be on the roster. Hopefully right. get to play. Like that'd be awesome right. to get my debut. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm in talks in the starting lineup. And then the next day I see my name on the the starting lineup sheet. So I was, I was super excited. I was, I was really nervous leading up to the game, but um, as soon as that whistle blew, it was just concentration. It was just doing what I've been doing for a little while. So it was awesome. 
and uh, a little full circle, I guess, for you here, potentially in, in a couple days uh, <laughs> on the weekend. That's going to be kind of crazy, right? Yeah, that'll that'll be awesome. I, I've been thinking about it for a little <laughs> while. Um, it was cool because we played against them in preseason yep. and I played a full 90 versus them. Um, so that was that was fun to play against some of the guys that, that I either trained with or played with. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play in a, a competitive match versus, versus them. I think that'll be really fun. And then I got it. You, you are a man of numbers. You like your number 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bethlehem didn't let you have it for organizational reasons. Um, uh-huh. was there any meaning to 39 and then what is, what is the 12 for you? Why, why 12? Um, there wasn't a meeting to 39. That was that just was kind just of the number, number they right gave on. me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then for, for 12, so that was the number I was given when I first got to college okay. and I kind of just, I, I fell in love with it because a lot of my teammates would, would make comments about it and call me one, two, okay. um, stuff like that. And I just kind of embodied it because I felt like it kind of, symbolize the way that I played like 12 is not a flashy number. Sure. Um, okay. 12's right. like that hardworking guy. He's going to come in, do his job. Um, so I feel like that number is a part of me now, which is, which is cool. And I, I know you're a Lancaster boy. <laughs> Hempfield, right? Yep. Hempfield high school. Oh man. <laughs> uh, but I would, I would be remiss uh especially because you'll be back kind of in the area this weekend a little bit uh or in your frequent trips home do you have a preferred philly cheesesteak place philly cheesesteak place honestly no i i didn't didn't eat too many cheesesteaks growing up um i didn't get to philly too often um yeah so I don't, I have no answer for that. I figured, I figured I didn't, you know, cause I mean, you're an hour and a half away at that point. So I, uh-huh. I didn't imagine that you would, uh, that you would have, yeah. um, for, is there, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Well, now that you do not have any, any USL affiliation directly, I suppose. Uh, is there any team that you think needs to get more attention or is there any guy out there that you think needs to get more attention that I'm overlooking? That's a great question. And I know you can probably name a hundred people. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Um, off the top of your head, is there anybody that you're like, you know, that guy's really good. Yeah. For one that, one that stands out, he's not in the USL anymore. Uh, Christian Pirano for San Antonio. When we played against them, I thought he was phenomenal. And I was like, this guy should not be in the USL. <laughs> and there, go, there he goes. I'm not sure where he is now, but I know he's, he's not in the USL anymore. Um, he was, yeah, he was really tough to play against. He was very mm-hmm. busy all game, worked super hard, great left foot. Um, so he's the one that comes to my head right away. And then, I mean, I, I'm pretty biased, but I have a couple of teammates from Sacramento that I think yep. are very good players and, and have a lot of potential, work super hard, and I think they can make that next step to the MLS. Um, I think Jordan McCrary, he came from the Seattle Sounders. He's he's an absolute stud at outside back. Um, another outside back, Shannon Gomez, he's, mm-hmm. he's younger. He's 
very, very fast, very athletic, um, defends extremely well. Um, I think he was playing with NYCFC. So, um, so there's that. And then Jaime Villarreal, he played with the galaxy and then made his way to sack. I think he's done extremely well. The list could go on and on. I can, oh, yeah. Yeah, I can give no, you a hundred I mean, you know, Between that question and then the other one is like, who's who's the guy that you wish would have stayed with it that gave it up early? That's another uh, list of about 500 people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, in the interest of time, I don't, I don't know that we have the time to rattle off 50 names. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's... That is a that's, really that's a tough list question. that you're you're gonna think about for a while, I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean I have some teammates from college that that, that are on that list. So yep. obviously Tomas, yep. Sam Werner, Nico Corti, Bryce Marion, um Brandon Vincent is a guy who played in the MLS okay. retired yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. after a couple of years. Um yep. I would have loved to have seen those guys continue yeah. playing, but Obviously, they they want to fry some bigger fr- fish, so <laughs> that's off to them. A little less physically taxing fish, I guess. Maybe. I yeah. yeah. Uh, Drew, been great catching up. I'm actually I gotta keep you after I, re- I stop recording here for two seconds because I do have a, a question that I don't necessarily want getting out. But uh, okay. been a pleasure catching up, and uh, you know I'm sure we'll uh, we'll catch up sometime in the off season for sure. Yeah. Definitely hope hope so. <laughs>